And a hearty good afternoon to all of you in the East Coast. If you're on the West Coast of Canada, the United States, good morning. And if you're international, have a good day. Hope all is well. And welcome back to another week of The Rant Network. I'm David Solomon. I'm flying solo here today as my partner in crime is actually on a very, very well-deserved vacation. And I hope that he's enjoying and relaxing himself. And he'll be back in this seat uh, next week. But I got to tell you, um, had Stuart been here today, <laughs> he would have had a great time. Um, as we were preparing ourselves for this uh, last week, the uh, Roe v. Wade decision came down. Now, before I start getting into the whole business about Roe v. Wade and today's rant, I want to stress one thing. Unlike other podcasts, they're pre-recorded, edited cleaned up, all those kinds of things for public consumption. One of the beauties of the Rant Network is that we are live, uncensored, unedited. We don't go back and re-edit. If you don't believe me, go listen to some of our podcasts, download them. Um, you can listen to the Howie Silberger Show. He'll do the same thing. There's nothing edited. There's nothing tweaked. It's all from the heart. And this is one of those type of broadcasts today that I'm going to tell you is strictly from the heart. And that is really about the reaction to Roe v. Wade. Now, let me be very, very, very clear. Today is not about whether I agree or disagree with Roe v. Wade, the overturning or whatever. That's not it at all. That is on you. If you have religious beliefs, conservative beliefs, if you have liberal beliefs, I really, this is, this is on you, folks. This is what you wish to to believe in, and I respect that. What I do not respect at all has been this unfortunate and flawed reaction that came from primarily our favorite two sources. As usual, it's almost always two sources. The Democratic Party of the United States has been salivating, knowing that this overturning was coming. They found their cause they found their opportunity to get America off of what they thought they would get America off of inflation, gas prices, the war in Ukraine, shortages. They thought for sure they nailed it with this one. And they were rubbing their hands. And you might think I'm totally cynical. But listen to the reactions. Listen to how they've handled it since the leak came out. When you think about what happened a few weeks ago when Judge Alito came out with this, this leak, the first reaction was from Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And interestingly enough, they referred to this, by the way, uh, you know, they never mentioned the word abortion. <laughs> it's kind of funny when you think about it. They never mentioned the word abortion. But they listened and they commented that they're here to help the people because that's what the Democratic Party. President Biden also waited a while until he got his response out, but similar response, Kamala Harris, the rest of them, and all the Democrats were going, oh boy, when this comes down, we will have our opportunity. And they got it on Friday. And since Friday, it has been a massive shit show. The Democratic Party has now found its cause. It's not about inflation. 
It's not about gas prices. It's not about shortages. It's not about food prices. It's not. It's about protecting women's rights. Oh, wait a minute. Did I just say women? Was I allowed to say a woman? Because until this past week, the Democratic Party wouldn't let you do that. You can't say women. But all of a sudden, women's rights, women's rights are suddenly at the forefront. And this was going to be it. It wasn't Title IX like I spoke about on Friday with Stewart. It wasn't about other issues related to women in work, women in, in entrepreneurship. What? No, no, no. Abortion. Because they believe and their mantra has been that the majority of women in the United States, majority of people in the United States support pro-choice. It doesn't make a difference fact. It's about mantras. It's about phrasing. It's about elections. Senator A.B. Klobuchar had the absolute audacity to even say this. that say, if we can get two more senators, we can legislate pro-choice. Imagine this is the mindset. That all it takes is two more senators and we can absolutely legislate pro-choice. The law doesn't matter. And this is the problem. The Democratic Party is trying to convince the American population, Canadian population, the rest of the world, but mostly the American population, that this is a political matter. It's not legal. The Supreme Court of the United States was put in place to do this, this checks and balances, to ensure that politics and law meet. The Democratic Party wants to convince you otherwise, that this is a political matter, not a legal matter, because it was Donald Trump who put in conservative judges to make sure that this was done, that we would overturn over Roe v. Wade. Really? The Supreme Court of the United States must uphold the law. In this case, the law was upheld. If you don't believe me, read it properly. I know you're not going to read it. I know most Americans will not. They would rather listen to the, the, the banter that is being spewed by liberals, by woke. That this is all about it. This is all about politics. This is about right versus left, conservatives versus liberals. It's not it at all. This is purely, purely about law, constitutional law. And the Supreme Court passed this six to three to send Roe v. Wade back to the states. Now, we know what the fallout has been. And the Democratic Party, once again, is going, look, you see, conservative states are trying to ban abortion. They want to take away choice from women. They're throwing in those lines again and again and again. But the reality is that the law of anything to do with medical procedures is a state matter. That's in the American Constitution. Forget about Canada. Forget about the rest of the world. Now, speaking of forgetting, let's forget about fact, shall we? Because Mr. Biden once again said that the United States has the strictest abortion laws in the Western world. <laughs> Mr. Biden, I don't know where you get your facts from, but that's not fact at all. Because if you look at Western Europe, there are countries that are a lot stricter than the United States. Again, facts do not matter. Again, to AOC. Facts do not matter. What matters is getting elected. Because if you had heard her remark, her remark was that the Democratic Party should throw out any pro show, any sorry, pro-life Democrats, because they're not really 
Democrats. Because we should only have the people who follow what we have to say. Again, the distortion of facts. And this is the sick part. Where is the check and balances? Where are the fact checkers that went after Donald Trump for four years in the media? Well, they are reveling in today's remarks as well. For two, almost two full years, the media had COVID as their call. And they thought that maybe inflation would do this, would keep the media going, but nope, they got. Now, when I was in the newspaper business, the media business, the term fit the print was the man. What could we possibly put in our paper that's fit the print that you, the reader, wanted to read, that you, the reader, wanted to react to? (laughs) Guess what? The fit the print was this. Seven weeks ago, when this was coming down, the hands of every liberal publisher in the United States, producer, was like, oh, my God, we got it. We got our story. This is the fit the print story. Again, facts did not matter. Again, they spewed mantra. Again, the media spewed lies. Again, the media didn't bother to show both sides. Anybody who's pro-choice protested quietly, protested properly. Pro-lifers are anarchists. They destroyed property. How interesting that that was the angle that the media was taken when actually both pro-lifers and pro-choicers are protesting poorly, but there are those who are protesting very peacefully. But even pro-choicers put a, you know, they went after a pregnancy clinic, a fertility clinic. They went after it and burned it down, defamed it, destroyed it, damage, violence, because the people are angry. These are the same people who let Black Lives Matter do whatever they want and let others, because they're angry. The January 6th hearings, the bullshit that the Democrats and the media put it together, primetime viewing, because we're going to go after Donald Trump, because he's the one who incited violence and riots. Capitol Hill. But it doesn't matter that the same thing is happening here again. The people are angry. That's what you hear. The people are upset. That's what you I mean, where is it? Where are the people to do, you know, to say, hey, wait a second, we shouldn't be protesting like this. Neither the media or the Democrats are telling people to be quiet and docile and peaceful. No. Violence is okay. Damage property is okay. Again, you hear things that this is all Donald Trump's fault. Again, this is the best part because he stacked the judges. Even so far as to accusing Ruth Bader Ginsburg of sitting in her seat for too long, she should have retired earlier so they could guarantee a liberal judge. Now, this is what the media wants to make you believe, that the Biden administration should stack the Supreme Court of the United States with two more judges to tip the balance because the Supreme Court should be a political body, just like Congress and the Senate. Thankfully, the Biden administration and others have the sense to go, that's not possible. We're not going down this road, people. Don't even bother. But the media wants you to believe that that's the right thing to do. 
that conservative judges are anti-American, against you, wanting to take away your choice. And first, it's going to be women's rights. Again, now I could use the term women. But next, it's gay rights. Then it's same-sex marriage. Then it's, I mean, this is what they're spewing. They want this. This is their fit-to-print moment. But media is not providing you with facts. They are not reading the writ. They're not coming at you and saying to you, here's the real reason. Here's the situation. No, what they're telling you is, women, you're in trouble now. Because states are going to take away abortion. They're going to take away your rights. And this is just the beginning. Because conservatives are anti-women. How interesting is that? When the Supreme Court nominee, the Democrat Supreme Court nominee was coming in and she was asked about women's rights and pregnancy and whatever, she wouldn't even use the word woman. I mean, this is what the, where, where are the fact checkers? The Trump fact checkers. Where are the people who called out the administration on their mistakes and their flaws and the legality? I think they've been put out to retirement or in mothballs or something, waiting for the next Republican president to come in, God forbid. But just like the Democrats who found their election message, so did the media. From the Atlantic publication to the New Yorker, to the Washington Post, to the, to the New York Times. I mean, go out and look at these op-ed pieces. All they're spewing today is how much conservatives are against women's choices. It's interesting that there are liberals out there who are pro-life, that are not allowed to, to convey their sentiments in the media. They're considered heretics. They're considered anti-women. There's no, under, there's no care that this is a state matter, that the media will not even bother to go there. All they want to talk about is how bad this is going to be for women, when instead of saying, Here's what is an option. I want to throw this one out at you as the last thing for today. Does anyone have the intestinal fortitude to even suggest that this should be put as a national referendum? Because according to the Democratic Party and the media, the majority of people in the United States are pro-choice. So let's put it out to a referendum. Put it out as an election campaign in the midterm. Put it out there as a 2024 campaign for all I care, but put it out as a national referendum, not some pollsters who are going to go and talk to a bunch of people in California and New York and say Americans want this. What do Americans really want? Put it out there. My guess is that the media and the Democrats are too scared to do this because they're afraid that the truth is that Americans aren't really going down this path, that there are... Look, again, I'm not suggesting pro-life over pro-choice. The opposite. I have no say here. All I could say is, folks, stick to law, stick to facts. Let's make sure that the reaction fit the situation at hand here. And let's not go overboard and exaggerate, as we've done these last number of years, with emotion instead of fact. And that's it for me for today for the rant. And I can't believe how 15 minutes just flew by. Wishing you all a good day, good week, and I look forward to catching you on the other side on Wednesday. Cheers.